0: Welcome back to the Sunish Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargoban condemned Jetha for performing that miracle, saying that the true path is where one bears the unbearable and accepts the will of the divine. We also heard how Jahangir had sent a minister to go bring out Guru Hargobind from jail and that's where chapter 63 now begins describing how the head commander, the general of Guru Hargobin's army came to see the Guru in jail. He clasped his hands together and bowed down before saying, We are running low on supplies for all of the horses camped in the city. They are surviving now only on kernels. All the hay and green grass has run out. The head jailer, the superintendent of the jail, has provided us with a little extra hay, but that is of low quality. and The horses now are getting sick and weak because of this. Listening to this, Guru Hargobind then said, Baba Buddha Ji, you are extremely wise. You should take command of the army and establish a new encampment until we meet again. Ensure that all the horses are well fed, take a lot of money to make this happen. Go to the encampment and reposition all of them to where you find suitable green grass. Establish an encampment there. Head towards the area of Bangar. There you'll find some amazing green grass for the horses. Set up the encampment there. And when we call you, only then you should come. Until then, feed and sustain all the horses. So Baba Buddha Ji obeyed the command and bowed down before setting off towards the army's encampment. He got there and stayed the night. Looking at the horses, he saw how malnourished they had become. When the sun rose, though, he mobilized the entire army and traveled some distance to the northwest towards Delhi, where they saw an abundance of good grass for the horses. And they set up camp about 10 kilometers outside of Delhi. So Baba Buddha Ji was really happy seeing the grass there and he set up the army's encampment then Baba Buddhaji gave news and the orders to the entire army and gave out whatever supplies the warriors needed he told them that they would stay there until they received word from Guru Hargobin, and that the warriors should stay positioned here with the horses in good spirits the author, Kavisutok Singh, here steps aside from the story, saying that there is still a spot there which the locals call Baba Buddha spot. And there was a time when Sikhs would do the seva there in his memory, and it was not disturbed by the Turks and their government. I believe there is a Gurdwara there commemorating this spot in block one of Delhi, Gurdwara Baba Buddha So back to the story, that minister, who was sent to go call Guru Hargoban from the jail. He got to the jail. He stood in front of the Guru with his hands clasped and bowed down before saying, the emperor has made a humble request for you. And he says, you have with great love done devotion and meditation for my health. You have protected me. Now please come to Delhi and give us your beautiful divine sight. You are the true Guru and the temple of virtue. Guru Hargoban then to that minister saying well we love the spot here in solitude I can meditate and remember the creator of the world since the time we've entered this fort we've lived like a king who would leave such a great spot where they themselves are happy and they make other people around them happy as well so the minister heard this reply and didn't argue at all he'd immediately mounted his horse and quickly headed back up north to Dili, which is about 200 kilometers away from Agra. So later, when he got back to the emperor, he related Guru Hargoban's response and said, Guru Hargoban says he loves it there, and all the prisoners are extremely happy there as well. He says he won't leave the jail. The emperor heard this and he was shocked. He was thinking, you know, what is the reason for this? Why won't he come and see me? Ever since you know I had that desire to call Guru Harguman out of jail, I have not been afraid. Maybe Guru Harguban is thinking that I said a lie or treated him badly, which is why he won't come. What other reason is there that he won't come out? So Jahangir thought like this for some time. He was extremely afraid of those tigers that might come and scare him at night. He was thinking that if not for the Guru, then he might be killed tonight. So as he was thinking this thought, he was thinking, oh, my minister, Vizir Khan, he calls himself a Sikh. He knows the Guru well. He will praise me in front of the Guru. Vizir Khan went to Amritsar to bring Guru Hargoban here, Dili. Everybody else in my court just slanders the Guru, but Vizir Khan knows him well. So he thought about this, and then he called Vizir Khan. They spoke alone, and Jahangir told them everything, the night terrors from the tigers, how Guru Hargobind would not come after being called and that he then commanded Vizir Khan go and meet with Guru Hargobind and request him to come like you did successfully before. So Vizir Khan then replied saying listen the enemies of the Guru have deluded you with this idea that you're sick or you have some type of bad horoscope upon you. Guru Hargobind is the peer of beers. fearlessly he bears the unbearable with great fortitude. He does not have any love for his body at all. Even if an enemy does something bad to him, he doesn't care, he just bears it. Otherwise, even just with his words, he could destroy you in just a blink of an eye. You have a lot of well-wishers around you in this court, but they have said some great lies and have slandered the Guru. If you thought about this carefully, you would see who was at fault and who is not at fault. The Guru now and the previous ones have all been greatly graceful to the previous emperors of the Mughal Empire. When Babur, the Mughal, came into the subcontinent, he was blessed by Guru Nanak. The Emperor Babur saw Guru Nanak and gave him cannabis as an offering. And for that, Guru Nanak gave him a kingdom that would last through his lineage. Then his son, Humayun, took the throne but he lost the kingdom to Sher Shah. On his way out, on his way to foreign lands, he met with Guru Angad, the second guru who was sitting on the seat of Guru Nanak, and who was located at the village of Kudur Sahib. Hamayu went to go receive a blessing from the guru. He stood there for some time, standing and standing there. He got tired. Guru Angad was speaking with children at that time, and he didn't say anything to Hamayu. Guru Angad was testing Hamayu by not speaking and making him wait, to test his love and faith. But in that heart of Hamayu, anger swelled up, thinking that the Guru is not looking in my direction. He didn't seat me next to him with great respect. Who does he think he is? Hamayu became cocky, thinking that Guru Angad didn't recognize him as an emperor. And he put his hand on his hilt, the handle of his sword. And he thought he would draw that sword and cut the Guru up into pieces. Then he won't stand there like that. And he thought, I'll be on my way. But when he tried to draw his sword, the hilt stuck to the sheath. He couldn't draw his sword. It was stuck. He was humbled. And then he asked for forgiveness. And then Guru Angad said to him, You placed your hand on your hilt. You got angry. And you desired to kill me. Why didn't you show that anger to Sher Shah, who in battle has sent you running? If you didn't put your hand on that hilt, you would have received your kingdom back today. But even then, you've come to me with this desire in your heart. So now you have to wait for this blessing. Go back to your foreign lands. Come back to this area with a large army and then you'll return to power. So here it may be worth mentioning to provide context that After Babur, the emperor, the first Mughal emperor Humayun, was Babur's son. He received the throne. He was emperor, but he lost the throne to somebody named Sher Shah Suri. And then Humayun then fled the area, went back to Afghanistan, spent some time in Iran as well, before returning to the subcontinent maybe some uh, 15 years later, around 1555. Okay, so back to the story. Vizir Khan said this and then continued saying the Jahangir. So the point of this is to say that the blessing of Guru Nanak isn't fruitless. Humayun was ashamed. He asked for forgiveness from Guru Angad. He left for foreign lands. He amassed a great army there and then came back to attain his kingdom again. And his son, Emperor Akbar, he came to see the third Guru, Guru Das getting a blessing from the Guru, who he was able to capture the Chitor fort. And before heading to Lahore, he went towards Govenval to give as a gift many villages in the name to Guru Amardas. He made this humble request and made the Guru very happy, showing his great love and faith for the Guru's house. And now you are their son, O Emperor Jahangir. You should live and act like your elders did, you should make the Guru happy and obtain a blessing from them. The Guru fulfills every such request. So Jahangir heard this. He was quite pleased with this. He said to Vizir Khan, blessed, blessed are you, and gave him a very expensive sropa gave him 5,000 rupees as well as a gift, before saying, what a wondrous story you've told me. So great. You've made me so happy. You've reminded me. I'll make a request to them humbly for them to come and we should get the guru out of jail in no time so vizir khan then set off immediately towards the jail meanwhile though in the jail the imprisoned kings that were also in jail when they heard that the emperor had called for guru Hargobind they all felt terrible they were all extremely worried and sad knowing that guru Hargobind would be leaving soon They all got together and went to go see the Guru. They bowed down when they received the Guru's Divine Sight, Darshan. With their hands clasped, they very humbly and painfully said, O Guru Hargobind, there is no one greater than you. If you leave, who will come and save us? We understand there is no other savior than you. We call the Creator the Merciful, and we have not understood anything else as merciful other than you we are in your sanctuary so please protect us now. Please make us fearless and make us happy again. You are forever the protector of the poor and meek so please act in accordance to your nature the cherisher of the poor. Just like the elephant who had no virtue who remembered the divine and Krishna the divine came out running not even putting shoes on first to save that elephant in the same way you Guru Hargobind are all powerful. Creating and destroying are both in your hand. Only you can save us. Only with your intervention can we be released from this jail. No one else is any help to us. Otherwise, we'll spend the rest of our lives in the jail and we'll die here. Our hope of release only lies with you. So the king said this in many ways and Guru Hargobind looked at them all with his graceful glance giving them fortitude and strength while saying I'll keep you with me you'll be safe I'll take you all with me when I leave otherwise I'll stay here with you your shackles will be all removed just remember and meditate on the peace-giving true name satanam so Guru Hargobind said this and all the imprisoned kings were relieved and really happy they all said in reply your words forever destroy the bondages of this world. So the kings were happy at that point. It was as if they were already released. And they sat there with the hope of their release in their hearts. So that's how chapter 63 concludes. In the next chapter, we'll hear Guru Hargum's response to Vizir Khan when he comes there. And also how Jahangir meets with a very exalted Pir, Muslim holy man, Mir, and their discussion. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Manglajan Patreon page.